1: The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church, Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso, and it's Easter weekend, or as we like to call it here at Freedom Fellowship, Resurrection Sunday, which is awesome. I mean, it's all about the resurrection of Jesus, right? I mean, we wouldn't even be here. We wouldn't even be here if it wasn't that Jesus rose again from the grave. If he had just died and he had stayed dead, well... We wouldn't really be the same now, would we? But we get to celebrate the fact that Jesus defeated sin, defeated death, and he's sitting at the right hand of God in victory. And so that's just amazing. We get to live in the victory that he's already won for us. So it's an exciting time and we all get to celebrate in that victory that he's won for us. And I know many people who don't normally go to church kind of go to church around this time, and that's fine, you know, let's welcome them in, let's invite them in, and, you know, shower them with love, and maybe they'll stick around a little bit this time, because they were touched by the love of the Lord, and the love that comes from His people. So, that's all very exciting, if you guys have been listening the past couple weeks, you'll know that this weekend we just wrapped up the prophetic conference at Freedom Fellowship Church, and... Man, if you guys weren't there, I'm telling you, you missed out, but that's okay. You're just going to have to catch the next one, and we'll probably fill you in a little bit too about some of the things that were shared there, some of the things that happened. Pastor Chris will be back on here, and we'll be sharing some of that with you. So don't fret too much, but you did miss out, so make sure to be there next time. However, something that we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about in honor of Resurrection Sunday We're going to talk a little bit about Passover, which I feel doesn't really get talked about enough in Christian circles. Oftentimes, it's seen as mostly a Jewish thing. But the thing is, is that Passover is just as relevant to us as Christians as it is to Jewish people. Because while in Judaism, they celebrate it as a reminder of when they were freed from slavery— to the Egyptians. For us, it's a reminder that Jesus became our Passover lamb. He became our Passover lamb so that we didn't have to take on the death that came with sin because we know that the wages of sin is death. And the Passover lamb, when they put it over the door, what happened? The angel of death passed over that household. So for us, it's a reminder that Jesus is our Passover lamb and that he He became our redemption. He became our salvation. And so that's why it's just as important for us as Christians to celebrate and understand the Passover. You know, when Jesus, he celebrated Passover with his disciples and when he broke the bread and when he took the cup of wine, what did he say? He said, do this in remembrance of me. And I know that we often take that and we just do the communion. We just do the bread and we do the wine. But really... The whole Passover feast, it's part of that redemption story for us. So we should celebrate Passover in remembrance of Jesus and everything that he's done for us. Amen? Well, because of the season and because of this topic, Pastor Chris, she's going to be talking about the importance of Passover. And this is actually a message that she shared over the radio last year around the same time, but we're bringing it back because we feel that it's relevant and it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder about the importance of Passover because it's not something we want to gloss over because it is very significant for us and it's very significant part of the redemption story through Jesus Christ. So without further ado, here is Pastor Chris.
2: God bless you for tuning in. It's Passover, everyone. It's not Easter week. Rather, it is a holy week. It is a Passover week for all of us Christians and also for the Jewish people. Glory to God. And also, this Sunday is a Resurrection Sunday. That's how we need to celebrate it. We need to celebrate Jesus for everything that he did for all of us. We Christians celebrate Passover because of Jesus. He is our Passover. We pass over from death to life eternal, and he will fulfill our purpose. And for the Jewish people, they celebrate Passover because it is a required feast. It is also required for Christians as well. This is supposed to be an, uh, uh, an everlasting ordinance. The Jewish people celebrate Passover and they remember how God delivered them from slavery in Egypt and how by sprinkling of the blood on their doorposts, it caused the destroyer or death to pass over and spared the lives of their firstborn sons. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says, Get rid of the old yeast, that you may be a new batch without yeast as you really are. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Passover celebration is required by God. And Jesus celebrated Passover with his disciples before he was nailed on the cross. Passover was celebrated by his disciples also in the book of Acts, and also we are disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are required to celebrate Passover. It is this important, and hopefully through this program, now that you're getting this revelation, that next year you will going to celebrate it Jesus, our Passover lamb. Okay. Why? Because Passover celebration is not just for the Jewish people alone. It is also a required feast to observe and celebrate by Christians as well. In John chapter 13, verse 1, it says, it was just before the Passover feast Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. Mark chapter 14, verse 12. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, when it was customary to sacrifice the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and make preparation for you to eat the Passover? See, Jesus observed it, and we are his followers. Down to verse 16. The disciples left, went into the city, and found things just as Jesus had told them regarding the upper room. So they prepared the Passover. When we take communion, it is actually remembering and celebrating Jesus as the Passover lamb. It is more sacred. It is more important than communion. He said that when we celebrate Passover, we do it in remembrance of Him. But 2017 is such a wonderful, wonderful year of manifestation, and we are being prepared, you and I are being prepared for the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, but we have to apply God's ways of doing things in every area of our lives. The Jewish people partake of this bitter herbs required in their celebration as they commemorate the Israelites delivered from slavery. We celebrate Passover as Christians because we were also delivered from slavery, from sins, and we have new beginnings. Both Jewish and Christians are looking forward to the coming of the Messiah. It is the same Messiah. For the Jewish people, the Messiah is coming to restore all things and to restore the kingdom back to Israel. And they're right. For us Christians, we expect the coming of our Messiah who was here before, right? Jesus Christ. We are also looking forward for God restoring and taking back what belongs to him. That is, the earth is the Lord's. And Jesus is coming back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So we are celebrating that. And of course, we, the body of Christ, have an important role before Jesus comes. Because the Holy Father directed Jesus, it says, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until, until I make your enemies your footstool. We are the one, the body of Christ Christ will be the one who's going to make the enemy of our God his footstool, okay? So the Jewish people, they are our brothers in Christ. Once they got born again, they just don't realize it yet, but they will. We have a gratitude to them for giving us the Bible, for recording meticulously, and preserving the Word of God for the whole world. And second, my Lord Jesus was born Jewish. With that alone, I have a special love for the Jewish people. It is my prayer that they will all get saved. Keep in mind also that Jesus loves everybody, and that is you. Whether you're Jewish, whether you're not born-again Christian yet, this might be your day. Jesus loves you too. That is why he came and died for all of us. To bring the nations, all the peoples of the earth to his kingdom. Under his fold, because he loves everybody. He is love. Because of Jesus, we are all equal in God's sight. Whomsoever believe in the Son, Christ Jesus, will be free from the bondage of sin and death. And when you are born again, your destiny awaits you. So God does not care. So I don't care because Jesus don't care where you were born. What nationality are you? Whether you were born in the Muslim region, whether in Asia, whether in Timbuktu, Jesus loves you and he is the only one who can restore you who can heal you, who can deliver you, and pass you over from death to life. And this is your day. Jesus is the only one who can save you from hell. And to give you a new beginning, heal you, restore you, love on you, you are destined for greatness. And today is your day. One thing I love about the Lord is that He is love. He is the way to a new life and hope. All you need to do is to acknowledge that you need a Savior and invite Him to be your Lord. Then you will no longer be a second-class citizen. And even now, He knows you by name. You are that special. He will provide a way for you to be delivered from whatever you are dealing with right now. And you will spend eternity with him. What is eternity? It is not just after you're dead. Okay. Eternal life is knowing God the Father and knowing that Jesus Christ is his begotten son that he loved and he sent For us to get saved, He loves you. So, repeat this after me, okay? Because I know that you are at the end of your rope. You don't know, you are lonely or depressed, and you don't have nobody to talk to. He is waiting for you. He loves you, okay? Repeat this. Lord Jesus, I just heard today that you are Lord and that you love me. I need you as my Savior. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Be the Lord of my life. I want to be born again. I receive your purpose and calling in my life. I thank you that you are my deliverer and my God. Lord Jesus, today is the day I want to be born again. I acknowledge you now. You are my Lord and my Savior. Amen. It is that easy. But what is going to happen to you from now on? Jesus is in charge right now over your life. So if you confess and if you just got born again by repeating those confession of faith, you are now born again. And it is time for you to acknowledge him publicly that he is Lord by calling me at 210-396-7891. The team and I will be waiting for your call. We are at the office today. Again, It's 210-396-7891. Again, it's 210-396-7891. I am so excited for you. Your life will never be the same again. And when you call, I will give you some simple instructions to follow, and I, or member of the team, will pray for you. And you will begin to see the manifestation of the goodness of our God. is starting now. is starting today. Amen? I am going to read a scripture to prove by the word of God that when you become born again, you are joint heirs with Christ himself and with the nation of Israel. You are now my brothers and sisters. I'm so excited. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 4 through 6. In reading this, then, you'll be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. When we are born again, we all became priests, young and old, male and female, Jews, Gentiles, Greeks, Americans, Muslims, former Muslims. We're all priests to the order of Melchizedek like our Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 through 29. It says, Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 through 29. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. It does not matter who you are. It does not matter if you're wearing a folk dotted dress. The blood of Christ has made you equal to everyone in God's sight. He does not play febrates. Listen to me. There is no second-class citizen in the kingdom of God. You are special. Romans chapter 3 verse 22. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference. See? There is no difference. John 1, 17. For the law was given through Moses Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We're not under the law. We're under grace. Okay. Galatians chapter 3 verse 14. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. So that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. I got this revelation long time ago. So if you're going to tell me that I cannot preach or I cannot be a pastor because I am wearing a skirt, I have lots of skirt. Thank you, Gail. Thank you, Divina. Thank you, Dora. It's too late to convince me that I don't qualify. And this will shock you. I already ordained bishops, pastors, and ministered to thousands and empowered thousands of pastors and God's people. So it is too late. You can't convince me. How can a pastor ordain bishops? No. It is under the umbrella of Sons of God International, in which I am a co founder and executive vice president. So I ordained bishops. Well, and said, so You can't do that. I said, I already did and it's okay with Jesus because he showed up. And the bishops we ordained, they are expanding. They have so many, they call them satellite churches all over all over the country. And also, you cannot convince me that I can't do it because even the demonic spirits obey me in the name of Jesus. I just happened to encounter and believed the Word of God that says, I can do all things through Christ Jesus. And also, it says, all things are possible to them that believe. Besides, the Holy Spirit is in me. And guess what? How can I be not qualified because I'm a woman and you are qualified? The same Holy Spirit that is in me It is the same Holy Spirit that dwells in you. I hope. Some of you have been partaking of the yeast of the Pharisees, and you know how Jesus addressed them, told them that they're sons of the devil. So I decided that I will disciple God's people and to teach them how to love Jesus. And I didn't apply for this job. But Jesus told me, That he qualifies the cold. And he called me. I didn't call myself. I have other things in my mind, in my plan. And it's totally, totally, totally the opposite of where I'm at right now. But you know what? I am so glad that Jesus intervened. I'm so glad that he's the Lord of my life. So he can change things. I'm so glad. And great, wonderful changes are about to happen in your life. I should listen to this radio program today. So I focus on Him. And you need to focus on Him too. And then signs and wonders will follow you. And if you still have problem, and I still cannot convince you with the scriptures that I just quoted, then talk to the Lord about it. tale on Him. And see if you can convince Him. Because I lost my identity. See, Jesus did not steal my identity. He took my identity and gave me a new one. My identity is now in Christ Jesus. And that's how it's going to stay.
1: Amen. So our identity truly is in Christ Jesus, first and foremost. Above anything else, we find our identity in Jesus. Well... You know, we're about out of time for this week. I hope you all were touched by this message and were reminded, you know, of the significance of the Passover feast for us as Christians. It's not just a Jewish thing, so perhaps you can even celebrate that with your family and be reminded that Jesus is our Passover lamb. But... That's about all the time that we have for today. If you enjoy this radio show or you enjoy listening to these messages, you can support this ministry, Sons of God International, by going to our website, www.sogmi.org, and hitting the donate button. We actually just launched this past week, actually, our brand new website. We completely redid everything and expanded everything so that we can start publishing more content more regularly and more frequently so that we can get the message, and the revelation that God has given us out to the people. And as always, you can find episodes of this broadcast, The Prophetic Voice of Our Time, on our website. Again, that's www.sogmi.org. It goes back up to uh, more than like a 100-something episodes back that you can listen back. And we're actually working on getting the entire library of episodes. It's more than 300 episodes total since we've been on the radio. So that's very exciting. So if you want to support us, you can do so by going there on our website. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. dot sogmi dot org